Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by PRMG. PRMG is proud to offer AIM members world-class solutions that help brokers like you create speed to lead and compete with the larger lenders. Enjoy a full suite of state-of-the-art technology and world-class training from the masters themselves, Barry Habib and Dale Vermillion. All absolutely free. Remember, we don't grow without TPO. Find out how PMRG and its competitive pricing can help you grow your business. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome back, everyone, to a, another edition. Uh, we'll call it post-fuse edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I am president of AIM membership, uh, along with that, my own broker shop, uh, broker owner of Priority Mortgage Lending here in the great state of Michigan. Today, we're going to get started here. Just like I said, post-fuse, we have a very, very special guest, but, you know, not to take anything away from you, Ramona, but all my guests are special because I love all of you guys. Uh, but we'll be interviewing the broker owner of JR Mortgage Group, Ramona Chapman. Ramona, thanks for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Good deal, good deal. Um, so, you know what? Listen, during these times right now, uh, when I say these times, you know, there's a few different ways of looking at things. There's the, the way of looking at it is, oh my God, housing market, what's going on? And then there's this way of saying, it is what it is. Let's figure things out. Let's move forward. Let's use my past experience, you know, all the tools at AIM and all of our other great vendors and lenders are giving us and let's, you know, let's get to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not as easy anymore. So what I would like to do today is obviously have a great conversation with you. Um, I want to learn about you. I want to learn about what you're doing. So tell me how you got into this crazy business that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we all say no one, no one grows up and says, yeah, I wish to be a mortgage broker when I grow up. Um, that same, that same story goes for me. Um, I started out in hospitality. Um, I worked at a couple of hotel chains, um, doing sales for those different hotels. You know, it was a, it was kind of like a specialty or a niche and companies or different groups. And I was buying another house and I was talking to my coworkers about it. Um, and they were just like, well, buying a house is so hard. I just can't do it. But on that same token, I hate my landlord renting sucks. No one can help me. And I was like, well, you should just buy a house. It's a lot easier than you think. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I couldn't move up at that company and I got finished with my loan, asked my loan officer, you know, how do you do what you do? He told me, you know, I think you'd be great at it, but I can't hire you, but here's what you need to do. So I just started calling up mortgage companies. I called up banks. I called retail. I called brokers. Um, I eventually got my start at retail. Um, and at that point, I really didn't know any delineation between anything. I'm just like, will somebody take me? I want to do mortgages somewhere. Um, but I really followed people in that instance. Um, I was in the retail setting for um, about three years. And then I transitioned to broker owner with JR Mortgage Group. Um about a year and a half ago, going on two years, and here I am today. Okay, so um, with, with that being said, how did they? How did that group introduce you in? Did they just say, "Hey, you're going to be a loan officer. Here we go," or was it more or less like, "Hey, start here. We're going to get you into processing, and then we're going to get you loan officer in, and now you're broker owner." Like, I want to, I want to hear about that process. So that process, I mean, you know, I, I was kind, I was kind of stalking them because I was like, guys, like <laughs> we need to make a decision. They're like, well, I don't know if you're serious. Nobody just asked. 
to be hired. Like, it's not like they had a job posting. So like, I was like calling the person like, Hey, have you made a decision? What's going on? Can we move forward? Um, he had said, you know, I think we could pair you with this really successful loan officer and maybe you could be their assistant or something like that. And I got in it and I was like, I don't want to be anybody's assistant. I want to be a loan officer. Like I was like, thank you, but no, thank you. They were still a great mentor and helped me. Um, but I went to being a straight loan officer, like started off, got my license immediately. And then it was just like off the races. So that's, that's where I got my start there. Um, and then in joining while at that company, I met my business partner, his name is Justin Rushlow. And, um, we just got to talking. We, we became friends come to find out we were actually, we were a couple grades different in high school, but he was like, Hey, Ramona, like, have you heard of a broker? Like, this is a thing. This is a thing in other places, not just Kansas. So Kansas is not broker heavy at all. We are bank dominated, retail bank dominated. Like there's only one other broker in my city right now. Um, but in that instance, he's like, this is a, this is a thing. Like, this is a thing in other places. This is a big thing. We should look at this. We should, we should open up our own brokerage. This is going to be better. He's listing out the benefits. Um, he eventually went to start it in December of 2020. And um, he was like, you know, hey, you should come over. You should come over. There were a few things that I was doing where it just wasn't in the exact right time. And to be honest, I was still thinking about it. And um, I had traveled that spring to go visit like my older siblings. And I was saying like, hey, here's this opportunity. This is what I'm doing. I know that they've always been in real estate and they were realtors. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, what do you think about this broker thing? And they were like, you should do it. Like, stop thinking and just do it. Like, we used to be brokers. They were brokers like pre-2008 and all that stuff. And they were like, this is an awesome thing. You should do this. I didn't know you didn't know but here you go. So um, that's when I eventually made the move and I made up my mind. I was like, hey, is that offer still up? He said, yes, let's come on over. And I'm the type of person after I make up my mind, I'm going to do it. So once my decision was made, I probably made that move within like as quickly as I could, like maybe a week. Like, and you know, that could, that could be, you know, sound bad in some people's eyes or not, you know, cause I left a large pipeline, but you know, I want to do what's what I feel once I've made that decision and my heart has already moved on. I'm like, I'm going to be honest and tell everybody and I'm going to, I'm going to start and we're just going to do it. And like you said, it's that thing of just, you just do it. You just got to do it. You got to do it. So, all right. So now you're, you're this broker owner, which is great. I absolutely love it. We have a huge influx in our industry right now of retail people coming over, right? Which we're always going to promote because we help consumers the best. Yeah. Uh, with that, with that being said, and, and with you being an owner now, what's one piece of advice you'd give to someone that's thinking about starting up their own shop? Um, really, the advice I would give is, you know, just just believe in yourself. If you already have that idea or that inclination or even that desire, lean into that. Um, I know getting getting into it with the help of AIM and all of the other people and all of the other, you know, that huge community, like Fuse, that was my first time going to Fuse and that huge community of everybody who truly just wants to help instead of like having competition or we're going to compete against each other. Like, let's just help everybody come along. Um, I think you should lean into that and, and really pursue that dream and hold fast to it. So, you know, once you make that decision, stick with it, don't have that doubt, don't have that you know, second thoughts about it, like stick with it. You made the decision for a reason. So let's not go and waste worry about whatever else you could worry about. Yeah. Waste worry. I love that. It's uh, it's, it's so true. People just worry about 
worrying and what's not going to work instead of just just go do it. Um, yeah. Okay. So so with that transition that you that you had, what do you think was your biggest hurdle? Um, I think my biggest hurdle, I would say, um, is going to be. I, you know, I'm thinking like, hey, I'm going to go into broker owner. You know, this is a transition from loan officer. I'm thinking that and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. What I did not realize is how much different it was, like running payroll, managing people, reviews, all of that, the owner type stuff. That was something that opened my eyes. It's not anything that I don't like, but it was definitely a game changer when all I think about 24-7 is loans, 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 and how I'm going to get more loans. And now I'm thinking about like, are they... What are they doing? Is this great? How's my culture? How's this? So um, being able to see everything that goes into, you know, a lot of people say like broker owner, like it's just, oh, it's just a little thing. Like that owner is a big piece. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another hat right there that you got to put on. And a lot of people think, oh, broker owner, I make more. Well, I mean, possibly, but there's so much more that goes into it. It's It's a completely different hat. It's just, it's not just mortgages. It's and, you know, taking care of employees, culture, payroll, compliance, everything you just named. And then it's, you know, I'm, I'm speaking personally for me, then it's like, okay, I got to write business. I got to do certain things. So yeah, that's a, that, that's a big hurdle right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about your business itself. Um, what, what do you think like your main, what type of loans do you mainly write? Or are you just uh, throw it my way and I'm going to figure it out? Um, so the type of loans that I mainly write would be primarily, I would say starting out in my career, it was mostly FHA or, you know, how people, you know, they'll, they'll kind of give you the hard stuff to get started on. So mostly FHA, it's really transitioned into conventional, not necessarily the golden goose, like conventional 20%, you know, 30% down, but like conventional three, five, 10% down, um, is my normal, um, is my normal type of loan that I see. We also still do a lot of the, you know, deals or kind of like those savior deals, like, Hey, this has happened. Let's try to save this or things like that. In, in our marketing community, we're still very much educating, um, everyone in our industry of who brokers are and what we're all about. Um, that's something just because no one knows. And I mean, I tell realtors all the time, did you know the minimum credit score was this? And they were like, no, I always thought it was this because that's what the bank told me. <laughs> Education is a huge thing, especially right now. And I, you know, I'm so glad you said that because I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head right now. Yes. Rates are not low. We understand that. And deals aren't just coming out of the sky like, like they were, but educating people is, is one of our jobs that is just going to lead to more business in the future. Exactly. So I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're educating. So, and now with that, when you started out, I know you, you know, when, when our, our, our lovely producer here, Julian, love that guy, you know, you started out with a low kind of pipeline doing, you know, like 25 loans a year. And now you're, you're doing that like a month. That's, that's definitely something that I would say it's, it's, I don't know, it's a little surreal. Like I, you know, you give yourself these goals when you start out and, I was like, okay, like th this is what I want to do to start out, or this is this is the type of goal that I want to hit, and then it just keeps increasing or compounding, or you know, you kind of find your niche or the way that you work best with realtors and kind of work out that flow. Um, it's definitely been a, a team effort. I feel like I've had my I've had my highs, you know, especially where it was just me. I think a big thing that I would go into is, or. I feel like I'm, I missed it when you said that broker owner piece is it's hard to go from this is the Ramona show to this is the JR mortgage show. 
So, yeah. I mean, I still struggle with like, is this my, my production or is this our production? So <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's something too. Cause I'm like, man, you know, at, at my, you know, like at my height, like that was my production. And I'm like, that's my, you know, like we're, we're, we're with my team and we're doing it with my team and it's, you know, I'm still happy for them. But like that LO side of me is like, I just, I'm going to get the lows, you know, right. like that, that struggle, like you said, especially being producing broker owners. Yeah. So, you know, and then, and that's what I, you know, people listen to this podcast. And I think everyone understands this. You have broker owners and I'm not saying there's right or wrong that just are broker owners and they support their staff and do whatever they need. And that's great. And then you have broker owners who are producers and that's myself and Ramona right here. So if you have someone trying to start their own shop or kind of do what we're talking about, how do you think they should put a plan together like that? I mean, like, do you say, okay, so much of the day is this, or do you just kind of wing it? Um, well, that, that's something that I, I will be honest. I'm still, I'm still figuring that out. I'm, I'm a big person. I'm a morning person. Um, I also went into, you know, you know, JR mortgage group with the mentality of like, this is going to be like a new, anybody's new business is going to be their baby. This is going to be my baby for years. You know, like this, this is going to take and require a lot of my attention. So uh, my day normally looks like getting to the office between maybe five or 6 a.m. I like to really do some of the items that I don't necessarily, you know, different tasks that I can complete, typically applications that I've gotten the day before. I can get those ready. So, you know, maybe when nine, 10 o'clock hits, I can call. Um, I'll do any of my owner stuff. You know, I'll I typically like to do that when no one's in the office. You know, I don't want to be distracted. Um, you know, Justin and I have any conversations or any thoughts that we're doing. A lot of my leadership there also tend to be early people. So that's nice to have those conversations and, and check in with them. And then typically once about eight o'clock hits, you know, other people are joining. I'm being pulled. We have meetings. We're doing this. Game we're on. Doing that. I've Game definitely on. learned like my time is not my time. Like typically like 8.30 hits, like we're just going to go with what has hit me and we're going to manage my email. <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm an early riser too. I, I Once I realized that if I want to get something done, it's got to be early, you know, and, and not bothered. It's it's It literally was life-changing for me. Um, okay, so so tell me a little bit about JR Mortgage. I know obviously it's, it's recently open, but what, what does your staff look like right now? How many people, how many people are you rocking with? Um, so we're rocking with about 17 people right oh, wow. now. Um, definitely had a huge influx of growth. Um, you know, I set out our goals and I'm, I'm, I'm making bank on them. I'm like, I need to check these goals off that I wanted to hit for my quarters, for my year. Um, so what we've really done recently is um, from other brokers, we've heard that being able to create that leadership will really take a lot of the pressure off of us and also give, you know, all of our staff, the, the due time that they've needs, needed. So we have um, hired a director of marketing, a director of growth. Um, we're also looking to bring on like a team lead that will really lead our loan officers. Um, and then we've hired new loan officers um, for majority. I believe I have about nine, well, 10, I'm going to have 10 loan officers right now. I have one coming on next week too, but 10 loan officers, um, all of them are brand new, like, like less than a year of experience in the industry. And I've brought on about half of them just within the last month. I was like, I'm ready to bank. And I said, I'm gonna pull you together in a class. So I'll train you all together instead of one at a time. Um, but that, that's something I'm super excited about. I know that 
coming from a place of, you know, you might have experience in sales or in details or whatever the fashion might be, but being able to take that and bring that into mortgages. Um, and really, I need to educate more. So I need more people who are willing to help me educate our community. Um, so that's what we're looking like. We also have um, an LOA, we have a processor. And then also with any of those like leadership roles, they, they kind of have an assistant or someone else that, you know, helps them with their, you know, department task and things like that. That's awesome. You're, you're building something special there. I, you know, it's funny. I, I, I talk to a lot of people through this industry and, and you can sniff these out right away and you're obviously building something great there. That's kudos to you on Thank that you. one. Um, okay. So you're, you're doing all your own training. That's amazing. Um, okay. Now let's talk about this. I want to talk about you stay, staying with your company here. Talk to me about your systems. What text, you know, people call it tech stack, your systems, your process flow. What does yours look like and what systems are you utilizing? So our systems, well, first we just came from Fuse and we found a lot of great things. So we, we might be looking to switch some stuff up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but our process right now um, is really something where, you know, the, the loan officer is handling the file, handling that communication up until we have a contract. And then once, once it's locked, um, sometime disclosed or not, then it's over to our processing team and they're handling everything up until the point of us coming back in and, you know, coming back in for closing, you know, making that lasting impression. Um, and then really what we're working on is right now it's been up to the loan officer to, you know, kind of follow up or maintain or, you know, ask for ask for that relationship after the fact. We really want to just have those drips in place. So anytime I want to add a new loan officer, I can just kind of plug and play. You're going to plug and play into mm -hmm. our system um, and everything will work. I know that what I what I've really done this year is hone in our processes so we know exactly what the processors are doing. They send out the exact same email. You know, we have that templated format. So if the processor isn't there, if they're sick, the loan officer knows exactly what they should have been doing or what has been done or what to say in this instance. Um, but I really think having that down so we can, you know, a lot of it, especially being a new company, um, they want the Ramona and Justin experience. And so I have to put that in a process so then I can guarantee that for any of my other loan officers that come. Perfect. Perfect. Now, what, um, like talking about tech stack, what, what are you using in terms of your LOS, your, I mean, I don't yeah. know CRM, yeah. anything. So it's funny so, because I'll, I'll talk to someone who says I use Google Sheets and that's it. And then I talk to the next person who has 19 systems that all flow together. So, all I'm about this. <laughs> um, so really we have, well, we have Arrive. Um, we also, we also use Teams a little bit. Um, they're Surefire. We surefire. There's also there's some other cool things that I saw that are more texting capability at Fuse that I might be looking at. Clavio for our emails. Um, I'm trying to think. There's also, I mean that that's really a lot of our process that we use and any of the other temp. I mean you know normal yeah. templates. But um, if that if that helps, does that help? Is that no? That that that's exactly what I'm looking for. You're. I mean, basically, let's be honest here. Loan officers, broker owners live out of their their LOS. You know what I mean? And yours yeah. is Arrive, and that's uh, it's a great product. It. I talk about Arrive as this is that it has come a long way. It's amazing, and it's only getting mm -hmm. better. You know what I mean? So I, it's great. Yeah, 
And I feel like my process gets better as a ride gets better because, you know, that integration, you know, recently came out. So I'm trying to connect my CRMs with that to make it an automated process. And that that's that's still something I'm working on. And, you know, that's one reason I hired the director of marketing. Can you please take that off? <laughs> Can you take that off my plate to help me? This is not my forte. All I th all I think about is loans. I don't think about <laughs> um, are my emails connecting is my drip from arrive connecting to my to my CRM. So, um, but that's a sign of a good leader right there. I mean, if you really think about it, it's like, you know, your strengths, you, you want to focus on loans, focus on loans, then have someone yeah. else do your marketing and who's probably better. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's nothing wrong yes. with that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to switch gears on you and thank you for letting us dive into your company, how you guys do things, the, the, the type of loans that you're mainly writing, obviously big producer, which is phenomenal. Um, but I want to switch gears because there's something that is not talked about enough. Uh, I'll say this through, through our podcast that I know you're a big part of, which is the women's mortgage network. Mm-hmm. Right. So what what's it like being a part of that group? What's it like being a, 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 a female leader in the mortgage industry? Um, well, you know, when you ask me that question, I'm like, I don't know what that's like to be a female. Leader. You know, I don't I don't know what that's like. You, you know? are. You are saying that that's I love humbleness right there because it's you, you are just so you know, you are. Well, thank you. Thank you. Mm. I need to. I need to be better need to receive that um what about 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 that you know the the women aspect of it i will be honest you know i've been involved and i've gotten involved and i you know started with my a membership immediately as soon as soon as i came on board and, and stuff like that so i've always been a part of the facebook group and all you know on that side of things i also started uh coaching with uh 2020 vision which which was tremendous they gave me a real sense of community but when I went to Fuse, it all kind of like aligned. Like I felt like I had the, I had, I had all the pieces of the puzzle, but I couldn't figure out how to put it together. But when I went to Fuse and I went to the actual women's portion of it, that was amazing. They, they discussed very real issues. Um, but then also the community that I created, like I met, a, I met multiple friends. I was just, you know, Hey, like, this is what I do. What do you do? How does it work? That's that's really where it kind of all aligned for me. Um, and I know a lot of time it's it's not a it's not a women dominated industry, but to see all of those women and you know how they're all you know bosses in their own their own city, their own trade, whatever their you know strategy is was amazing. And it was so inspiring. Like it just made me want to do better. Like I'm like, man, I mean, I want I want to do better. I want to be like them. Like man, like these are some good ideas. Like I'm excited that there are other people that think like me and act like me and do the things that I do. So that, that, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that group, I, I love hearing about that group because whenever I do presentations, I love talking about the group because it's, it's our fastest growing group out there. Um, but I just like to tell people it's awesome. I'm not part of it. I like to say for obvious reasons, <laughs> I'm, I'm not part of it, but I, I, I hear nothing but great things about it. So I'm like, I, I, actually, I want more details. It's funny you say that because at the event, they actually said, can all the men please leave? Because now we're having our stuff. <laughs> exactly. I was like, you know, they're honing in. Like, this is what we're talking about. We're creating our space. Give us the space for it. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm WMN, as we like to call it. How, how do you, what advice would you give or how do you use it to further your business? Um, 
Well, I, I really use it to really about the, I would say I use it for, for, for the connections, for that motivation. Um, I know that there are passing business and really what I want to use it for is like cultivating ideas. Like I want to talk to someone who's in a different state to see what's working Mm -hmm. for them or to see what ideas that we can pass for pass between each other um, and how we can help each other's business and really just have someone that I can, you know, talk mortgages to that isn't in my company, that isn't in my industry, that might look at something different. Um, And just, just the motivation. I think they are wonderful at just the motivation and basically like, I'm going to hold you accountable. They're very good at like, I'm going to hold everybody accountable. We need to, we need to do our thing and we need to you know, we created our goals and now we need to achieve them. So everyone's great at motivating and just offering that help and assistance. So even if it's like, hey, I'm having a bad day, they're there. Even if it's like, I'm having trouble with this loan, um, you know, we have it in that main group, but then they also have it in that group as well. So I, I really like the community aspect of it to where it doesn't feel like I'm alone. And that was something that really stuck out to me is like, even though we're independent, we still, we don't have to be alone. And that, you know, that, that was a theme throughout Fuse altogether, but um, that's, that's really what it helps me with is just that sense of community. I love it because community is my most favorite thing about AIM. Anything that AIM has ever done, we all have our hot spots of what we love, but the community thing for me is the best. And you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes in this industry, whether you're a one person shop, a 25 person, 5,000 person shop, there's always that sense of like, I'm alone. I'm on a, I'm on a, you know, deserted Island. And mm-hmm. these groups allow you to kind of reach out and give you that, you know, that confirmation that you're doing the right things or help to help you do the right thing. So that's awesome. Um, all right. One more topic here, maybe two, but uh, I know, I know you're a very busy person and I appreciate your time, but you brought it up a few times. Fuse. What did you, what did you think? Oh, it was awesome. Definitely, definitely life, lifetime. I'm going to go every, every chance I get. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. You know that now, <laughs> right? And you're going to bring your team and we're all going to have a good time. What? uh, okay. You know, for, for people out there, I mean, trust me, we had 3000 people there. Uh, I think it was over, it was, I know it was over 3000 people. What, you know, I mean, there's hundred thousand people in our industry. What piece of it, like, how, how did you use Fuse or why would you tell someone to come to Fuse? Um, I know we can't accept all hundred thousand people or 75,000 people there. I mean, that's a, that's a big show and I'd be way too nervous to get up on stage to do that one. But with that being said, like, how did, how did you use Fuse coming out of it? Well, I, I used it as a, well, I, I definitely did my research. I definitely scoured to see like what other people said about Fuse in the past and different things like that. Um, but really I used it as a place of coming from, you know, I don't know everything. I'm not someone, you know, let me come from a place of learning always. And what can I gather from each person I meet and also each speaker or presenter um, and take those notes and bring it back. But then just, you know, re-energize. What I didn't expect is that is that community or that friendship. Or if I sat at a table, you just ended up talking to that other person. Like it was just natural. Everyone came from that, that, that place. Um, another thing I would say is I was definitely fangirling quite a bit on some of the people I met there. I was like, Oh my goodness, I follow you and you're here. And Oh my goodness, there you are. I would love to meet you. So that was super exciting to meet people. You know, um, I'm just, I don't have like, Oh, you know, this, 
you know, this is my idol or whatever, or I, you know, I like some celebrity. No, I'm looking up who were, who's in brokers are better. Who's doing it. Who's, you know, like I met Todd Bitter. That was amazing. And his <laughs> wife, like, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like yeah. I need to figure out what I'm going to say. <laughs> and, you know, and I, every time I talk to someone about fears, I tell them that's, that's my, once again, favorite part is, is the community side of it. Uh, I think a lot of people are nervous to go to it. And, you know, that they're probably, some are intimidated, some may think that they know everything, some may think different, differently. Mm -hmm. My thing is that I tell people, anyone who comes to Fuse, you have to have an open arm policy. You know what I mean? Anyone that's there, ask you a question, you're, you're diving into their business, you're diving into them as human beings. And I think that's the biggest thing we get out of it. You know what I mean? We get a lot of other things, don't get me wrong, but no, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. So what, real quick, what was your favorite segment, favorite speaker? Did you have one? Um, My favorite segment? Not that any of them were bad. Not that any of them were bad. So don't, don't feel bad about hurting anyone's feelings, but what was, <laughs> what was that one where you go, man, that was that was pretty darn good. Um, I really, I really, enjoy, I, had a, I had a lot of favorites. Um, I really liked Katie. Um, I really liked Todd. I also really liked the panels. I thought the panels were very, very good. I thought they asked very deep, um, informative questions. Um, and I really think my my best or like my best advice that I got was just talking to people directly. Like even if I was like, oh, I think that's somebody I know. Like, let me just go and talk to them. I think I've seen them. I've seen them on social media, but let me just go and talk to them. That, that was my best is going up to people. Um, I always, I'm a big proponent of come humble, come, come with a, I'm willing to just receive whatever, whatever you want to give me, whatever tips, advice, wherever you are. I think everyone, you know, I can always learn, but coming with that approach and what people were willing to give me that advice, the tips, the things that they've done successfully and the things that they were like, you should avoid doing it this way. Um, that, that, that was amazing. And then being able to follow up on those relationships, was is is awesome because you know I've already followed up and said you know it was great to meet you but then they were like you know when when you have questions or when you need advice make sure you call make sure you keep my number it's not just a nicety but like I'm being serious call me up let's talk about it yeah and I know a lot of these A members and they're dead serious about that that's not just a fluff number right there they're dead serious about it well that's awesome i'm glad you had a good time and i'm glad we have a lifelong attendee now so <laughs> with that being said listen i just want to thank you for your time i know you're extremely busy um but once again thank you for everything you do thanks for sharing everything about your business your philosophy about fuse about the you know wmn so ramona you're one of the best out there thank you so much for joining us Thank you, guys. All right. So, brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all of the broker to broker podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere where you can download podcasts. Please do me a favor, download it, rate our podcast, and leave a review. It helps us get the podcast out there and spread the word that brokers are better. And I had one on, on air today. So, Ramona, thanks again. <laughs> Thank you. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues, join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you'll have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait. Sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.